Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. This morning I woke up and my cousin contacted me telling me that her sister who had been struggling with cancer for a few years now died. If we live long enough, we're all going to face death. Death of our parents, death of our relatives, death of our friends, perhaps even death of our children. We are going to face death. And the ultimate death we're going to face is that of our own. But perhaps, perhaps death has something to teach us to help us to live much better and find happiness in this life, given that we are all going to face death. That's what we're going to explore in this podcast, because I think death does have much to teach us. Unfortunately, here's what happens. After we're born and we start having experiences, we think we're going to live forever. There really is a sense of, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live forever. But I remember when I was in high school, there was a friend of mine. He was a great above me, but he was still a friend of mine. And he had been driving home from seeing his girlfriend. And I actually saw him drive by. And a little bit later, he got in a car wreck because he was pretty upset after breaking up with his girlfriend. And, and he crashed his car and died. And I remember the effect it had on my friends. I had experienced death prior to this, but many of them hadn't. And knowing that one of our friends had died shook them up and they realized, oh, we're not going to live forever. We may die too someday. And that realization isn't always a bad thing because unfortunately what happens when we do take on that sense of I'm permanent, I'm going to live forever, what happens is we stop living well. We stop living in the present moment and really stop seeing things. There's a sense of really taking things for granted, assuming that they're going to be there forever, and stop seeing the beauty in the things that are present. Once we get something and we have it, we really stop seeing it. There's a saying that I love, once I've seen a sparrow, I stop seeing it anymore. Or once I've seen a flower, I've stopped seeing it anymore because I label it. And once I label it, I stop seeing it. So what death does is death teaches us that no, we aren't going to live forever and we do need to appreciate and love that which we have because life is actually quite impermanent and it can end in a heartbeat. It can end very quickly. And where you see this transformational effect of dying on people is when they're diagnosed with a terminal illness. Like my cousin, her name was Janet and she was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago and it took a few years for her to die, but in that time, she began to live well, live better. We tend to do that sometimes, or we go into despair, but we have that option of, wow, life is limited. I'm going to make sure I'm living well right now. And that's what can happen when we realize that, oh, I don't need to take life for granted because when I do, I'm missing out on life. Taking life for granted causes us not to see life anymore because we think, oh, I've seen that before. It's like seeing something over and over again. We just get bored with it. The first time perhaps we go to the ocean and see a dolphin jump out of the ocean, we'll think that's beautiful. The key of life is each and every time we see something like that, from a flower to a bird to seeing our kids, whatever it may be, is realizing every aspect of life is a gift. We just don't know how long we're going to have to live our lives. Life can end in an instant. But more importantly than talking about that life is impermanent, that life's going to change, is actually 
living life as if it is going to change tomorrow, that this is our last day, our last week, our last month. If we can start doing that, dying to find happiness, we'll find happiness because truly we just don't know. But when we live with that tension, we live so much better. Everything becomes beautiful. Everything becomes a gift because we're saying, oh, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. I don't know if I'll ever see this again. And so we really embrace it. We're present with it. It is a magnificent way to live life, but it's also a very challenging way. I don't negate that because it's scary to think about our death every day, to wake up thinking this may be my last day. But if we can do it with the sense of it may be, I don't know. So I'm going to live this day so well that if I do die and don't wake up tomorrow, it was a good day. I know it can sound like a platitude. You've probably heard this before, but actually doing it, actually going through the process of saying goodbye to the people you love, of saying goodbye to our friends, of saying goodbye to things, allows us to love them even more. When we attach to things and assume we're going to have them forever, we really have a propensity to take them for granted. When we think this is the last day I may ever see you, we love so much better. I mean, all the movies typify that. If you watch television or movies at all, when one of the main characters is dying, all of a sudden this flood of emotion comes forth. Again, can we do that constantly? No. But are we missing out? Do we go through our entire life and not tell the people how much we love them? Do we miss out on opportunities of being gracious and loving? And more deeply, at a fundamental level, are we missing out on life because we take it for granted? Again, I think when we see something and assume it will always be there, we take it for granted. One of the things that I love is I love flowers. I actually do, and I, orchids are my favorite. So I always have orchids in my home. And I, one of the places I keep them is actually right on my kitchen table where I eat. So every time I sit down and eat, I look at those magnificent flowers and I say, Oh my goodness, you are so beautiful. And they are for me. They're breathtaking because of the way their designs are so delicate. Just everything about them is exquisite to me. But I try to each day say, I'm never going to see you again. So let me enjoy you well today. You are such a gift to me. Thank you. We can live life well if we realize we're not going to live forever. And a matter of fact, we may die today. If that were the case, we would probably live very well throughout our lives. We tend not to do that. We tend to just assume everything's going to stay the same. So what happens is we miss out so much of life. So how do we do this? How do we live with dying to find happiness? How do we find happiness every day through experiencing death? I think coming up with some rituals can be really helpful. For example, when we wake up, and when we go to bed, there's a sense of thanking life, thanking God for that day and saying, if this is my last day, help me to live it well. If I don't wake up in the morning, thank you for this beautiful day. And when we wake up, say, thank you for this day. I know this may be my last day, so help me to live it well. And when we do that, go through the people that we care about and say, hmm, this may be my last time I get to talk to you. So I am going to let you know how much I love you. Everyone, 
our parents, our children, our spouses, our friends, it is important to realize that this is what's going to happen. One of two things is going to ultimately happen. One is we're going to die, or the other thing is we will live long enough and everyone we know will die. The longer we live or we make it into our 80s and 90s, if you talk to people that live that long, what you'll find is everyone they know has died. I mean, the young people have come to replace them, but everyone in their past is gone. All their siblings are gone. Their spouse is usually gone. Their parents, of course, are gone. All their friends are gone. So either way, we are going to experience loss. But we can use that loss to live well every day. Each and every time someone you know dies, we can say, okay, am I living well now? Because the longer we live, the more our peers will die. Usually it's in high school when we begin to see that. But the longer we live, the more we go back to reunions and contact people from our past, the more they'll see that there's less of them. There's less of us left. But that doesn't have to be a curse. I mean, if you're a person of faith like I am, I do believe I'll see my cousin Janet again. But in this life, what it helps me to do is to love the people in my life well now because I don't know how long I'm going to have with them. None of us do. And also, in the experiences we have, it is important to keep that childlike eyes, that childlike wonder, alive and well. And that's another thing we can do besides saying goodbye to everyone and waking up and thanking God for our last day of living. The other thing we can do is slow down and pause. And yes, maybe we've seen that flower, that orchid a thousand times. Stop and look at it again. Be still and be present. Maybe we've heard that bird sing a hundred thousand times. Stop and listen again. This really is one of the key factors of happiness. Living in the present, without egoic talk, and seeing things new each and every time. If we can keep that childlike wonder alive till the day we die, we're going to have an absolutely beautiful life. But death, we have to embrace death because death is our teacher. We will find happiness through embracing death. See, unless things die, nothing can be renewed. If things kept going on and on forever, our universe would be horrid. It would just be overcrowded. It would be it just would be a very bad place to live in. Could you imagine if nothing ever died? Death creates life. From death, we get new life. But we can do the same thing in our minds. We can die every day and then live well. Die every day. Embrace death. Welcome death. Treat it as our friend. And then live well, seeing the gift of life. This truly is the key factor of happiness embracing death, welcoming death, loving death, to live well now. Unfortunately for most people, they do have to embrace death to start living well. And they sometimes actually have to be told, you're dying before they start living. Let's not do that. Let's live well, whether we have a day to live or a hundred years to live. We need to embrace life to live well, but we also need to embrace death to live well. By welcoming death every day, we learn to live well every day. The two really go hand in hand. The second we take it for granted, the second we think, oh, it's just another day, what does it matter? Then we tend to live very poorly 
or we repress things or we turn to addictions. But when we are living well with death, realizing death is just part of life and a beautiful part, a necessary part, then we can really see things new and fresh and welcome them. And each time someone we care for does die, whether it's a pet or a or family member or a friend, we can say thank you. Thank you for reminding me the impermanence of life because death is my teacher. It teaches me to live well now because I don't know how long I have to live. None of us do. And that's a lesson we can learn. A third lesson we can learn from others of how to live well with death is when death does come and knocks on our door through someone we know, we can thank that death again for reminding us to live well now, to live in the present and to not miss out on this gift of life. It is such a beautiful gift, and if we take it for granted, we miss out on almost all of it. Once we realize it is a gift, we enjoy it so much more deeply, seeing it with new eyes, fresh eyes, like we're being reborn every day because we died the previous day. And when our relatives or our friends do die, we can use that each and every time to remind us that yes, life is impermanent. I am going to die. Perhaps I'll die today. So I'm going to live really well today. And tomorrow we do it again. And the next day we do it again. And each day we do it, it culminates into a beautiful life because death can be and is our teacher for living well, living a happy life in the now. Thank you again for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd love a review from you. Just go to the website. In the left-hand column on the top, you'll see a little Yelp and a G+. Just click on them and leave a review. They're really helpful. Until next time, accept what is love what is while some of us may believe that there is nothing about ourselves that needs changing once we face the reality that improvements can always be made we furthermore accept the fact that we must alter the way we think and function in order to better ourselves Dr. Robert Puff is here to help individuals around the world come to this realization through his compelling podcast, interactive workshops, and group meetings. Companies around the world are struggling. Employees don't want to put in the effort to work and just don't have the motivation to get through a workday. These companies are losing precious time and valuable profit. Without dedicated employees, how is anything supposed to get done? On the other hand, not all companies are like this. Some are already amazing and are practically seamless, but they also have the enlightenment to realize that they can always improve and never want to stop getting better at what they do. Likewise, if your company is anything like either of these two types of companies, there is always a way to refine employee behavior and work ethic, while in the meantime, promoting happiness and mental health. Along with the help of Dr. Robert Puff's three-hour workshops, your company can become a thriving work environment with smiles that are laid upon each and every glimmering face of the workforce. 
In these face-to-face -face meetings, Dr. Robert Puff will help transform the negative energy in your workplace into a building that gets things done. Break free from the bonds of antagonism and allow your workplace to feel the sweet feeling of liberation by visiting www.successbeyondyourimagination.com to embark on a journey of employee eagerness today. With Dr. Robert Puff, there's nothing to expect but positive vibes.